1: And we're back. Sorry about that, guys. We got kicked off there for just a second. I'm not sure what's happening. But we were talking about how tonight is the Thursday night psychic show here on True Crime Paranormal. Yeah. So we will be taking your healing requests tonight because we're going to be talking about the energy body and a little bit about energy healing. And Katie and I are both master healers and so we uh, we really like to talk about this topic in the energy body itself and how that can benefit you. So we mm-hmm. will be doing that here in a minute. Hopefully y'all can find the chat again. Um, yeah. um, be live kicked us right out, but then let us right back in.
0: It's really weird. It it, it started a whole new stream. It's just a new video. So it is. Yeah, it started us again. So I don't know what happened. But hey, we're here. Hopefully you can find us. Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah, so we like to kick this show off with talking about what we had for dinner. So Katie, what did you have for dinner? Zero things. Oh, you haven't <laughs> even
0: had dinner yet. We've had a really long, weird day. Uh, Mars's best friend's family had uh, an epic crisis today. And uh, anyway, so I've been uh, at the emergency room supporting uh, Mars's best friend and, uh, you know, doing things of that nature and yeah haven't even thought about dinner at this point though uh, I'm not gonna lie a Costa Vida salad is singing uh singing my swan song so that might just uh-huh. be what's happening tonight so she already uh interestingly she already bought Costa Vida Mars didn't took it to her friend's house so uh you know put, took dinner to them so I'm thinking that's probably what we're gonna do too but anyway yeah it's been one of those days where none of your plans uh play out uh you know everything goes sideways why hasn't of, it because of a phone call you know and that's okay I mean that's, mm-hmm. it's one of the reasons I love making or working from home is that I'm a lot more available to help my kids their friends you know people who need it so it's all good it's exactly what it should be but uh at any rate yeah so my day's just been not what I thought but it's all right We're, here we are I didn't know if I'd make it tonight okay. to talk to you guys but here we are so I know. Well, I'm really glad that you did. I've also had that kind of
1: day. I've been feeling very well today and ended up not doing several things I had planned to do. And to be perfectly honest, Rhonda went to Papa Murphy's and got us a crustless pizza, so a keto pizza mm-hmm. uh, for dinner, which was awesome. That's so. awesome.
0: I did that last night. I made a, like, it's like a keto pizza casserole. I don't know. It, mm-hmm. you take, uh, turkey sausage two pounds of it and you mix some egg and some uh, parmesan cheese into it and you can put a little like almond flour or coconut flour to give it a little bit more uh, like staying power but my family doesn't like that so I don't do that (laughs) oh it can be very weird about things sometimes anyway but you press that in the bottom of your baking dish like a crust and you bake it until there's no more real moisture in it And then you put your pizza together like Chicago pizza style. So you put your cheese and your toppings. So I put cheese and pepperoni and uh, olives and mushrooms. And then you pour your sauce on last and put a little bit of parmesan on that and bake the whole thing until it's all bubbly and stuff. I love that. It's one of my favorite. If I'm craving pizza, that's what I make. So I made that last night and ate it for lunch today. It's so good. Yeah. Nice. But those Murphy's dress lists are damn good too.
1: They are damn good and also require very little work.
0: Yeah, I just want to
1: say welcome to all of you that are coming on into the chat. Mouth of the South, cranky Bianca. Yeah, I okay. don't know if this is Herb Profit or Herb Profit, but either way, you're welcome. Glowing Ember, Jr. Uh, let's see, Marie, Mary, Mary. <laughs> RJ. We got our Jr. and our RJ. That's important. Yeah, Sarah, Kat, Corin. Nice to see you all. We appreciate you being here with us. Corin says, dinner around here is shrimp and green bean stir fry with katsu sauce.
0: Look at you. Somebody's feeling fancy. Cranky made homemade beef burritos. Nice. Yes.
1: Cranky also wants us to do our cookbook. So we've had um, several listeners request because we talk about keto food on here all the time that we come up with the psychic sisters cookbook. So, you mm-hmm. know, that may be a plan in 2021. We have a lot of ideas coming your way. So did you make the
0: chaffle last night? No. Cause I didn't feel good, but I am I going did. to, it's on I my know. list. This weekend. I found a recipe. Pinterest is so ridiculous for keto food. Seriously. Oh and I found a recipe there yesterday for, it looks like a whoopie pie only you make it, they're called chaffles, they're, I, it's so dumb, but anyway, they're like little mini waffles that you make with the little dash waffle maker, mm-hmm. and you can make them keto so easy, and then, you know, make sandwiches out of them, or well, you know, waffles, or whatever you want, but mm-hmm. uh, at any rate, the, uh, we found a chaffle, so they're, they're chocolate waffles, little mini waffles, with uh, mm-hmm. like a whipped cream cheese, and or whipped cream filling. Yeah, I totally want to make that this weekend. I do too. It looks super good. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> no. Corinne said they're leaning heavily on HelloFresh meals. Don't be too impressed. Oh, wow. You know.
1: <laughs> you didn't have to admit that in any way. We were all quite impressed.
0: <laughs> and you're still putting them together. I mean, come on now.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're still doing the work. I mean, don't I? Right? Yeah. So... If you didn't hear at the beginning, because we had kind of a weird start, this show, we're going to talk about your energy body. And because we're going to talk about your energy body, we can't help but talk about energy healing. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we're going to take healing requests tonight. Katie and I are both master healers, and we will do some work on your energy bodies, your physical bodies, your mental bodies, your emotional bodies, whatever. So uh, give us some questions about that. But let's talk a little bit about the energy body. So when I say energy body, Katie, what does that mean?
0: Well, it conjures up for me a handful of things. I mean, the chakra system, of course, you know, (laughs) the main chakra system being starting at the bottom, the root, the sacral, the solar plexus, the heart, the throat, the third eye and the crown. And then I always I throw in there usually the high heart. Because so many mm-hmm. people have high heart stuff going on, there's a little chakra between the heart and the throat called the high heart. Not everybody has one that's all that developed, but uh, empaths, really more sensitive people, usually do. You know, mm-hmm. everyone has one, but um, they're they're kind of an interesting one because they're not all that uh, big in some people, and in other people, they're like a lot. The way they operate is through their high heart. Mm-hmm. So there's that, and then there's the aura, and then there's just those three layers of view, which is the spirit body, the emotional body, and the uh, physical body. So the three of those together really, to me, make up the energy body. But I don't know. Yeah. What does it mean to you?
1: Well, it's the same, the same. Um, but I always see it as uh, multiple layers of energy that sort of terminate at arm's length. So when we talked, you know, if you, if you yeah. went to school in the U.S., around our time anyway, you were taught about your bubble Yeah, and the bubble is, you know, arms length. That's my personal space. That's my bubble. That your energy body emanates from your physical body out to that level. There are some other layers, but those layers tend to interact with the rest of the world quite a lot, but out to arms length for the most part is your bubble. It's your energy and it is, um, the level of energy of the energy body where we as empaths have a tendency to take on way too much emotional energy from other people mm-hmm. and instead of it being a bubble for most of us who are empaths it's more like a sponge. And so that layer of the energy body pulls on and picks up energy from other people. This is where we run into trouble, you know, letting go of other people's energy. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely the chakras, the aura, the cycles of energy in the body, you know, the one that comes up through the bottoms of your feet out the top of your head and one comes up from your left foot, travels all the way up the top of your head and pushes down and out your right foot. You know, there's a bunch of different cycles in there. But um, all of that together out to arm's length is what I call the energy body.
0: Mm -hmm. I like that
1: answer a lot. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad to hear it. And you know, the thing. What if I hated it?
0: (laughs) Um, I'd be like, "Well, too
1: bad, man.
0: (laughs) You have the cancel button. I mean, you could end this show right here, right now. I could. I had (laughs) enough of this shit. I'm out of here. No, just we used to years ago. We had a producer that would produce our shows on One Two Radio and on CBS Radio, and we'd always joke that you know, if we stepped out of line or said the wrong thing, maybe our producer would end our show. You know, yeah. And on CBS radio, well, on CBS radio, we had asked one time, what are words we're not allowed to say? Because they were a little stricter about what you could talk about. Well, they were terrestrial radio as well as internet. So they were under FCC rules. Mm -hmm. So he fired off a list of, it was so fast and like instant, (laughs) a list of profanities that like, All the dirty
1: words you can think of as fast Mm -hmm. as possible.
0: And we were just on a five minute break and it was so hilarious. We could not quit laughing about it. We got back on the air and couldn't quit laughing about it. One of the words you weren't allowed to say was pussy. Mm -hmm. So I found a way to say pussy like 10 times in that that segment by talking about cats and uh, animal communication and healing animals. Anyway, we laughed so hard. We thought for sure we'd get kicked off the air for that, but we never did.
1: No, yeah, no, but our producers thought it was. But don't don't kick us off the air because
0: if I disagree with you, right, you wouldn't.
1: And and actually, (laughs) we're on YouTube, and so we can say whatever we want. True,
0: I know. I just still wouldn't.
1: I just I can't make myself do it. (laughs) I know. If you guys only knew us in person, we're actually pretty foul mouthed, but we're not too bad on here.
0: (laughs) We're pretty good. We're we're fucking wholesome. That's what we are.
1: (laughs) Oh um, This show's not getting monetized. Look what you just did. Uh, Um, That's probably true. (laughs) Anyway, you know, a few things about the energy body that I feel like are really important to understand is that the energy body is a system. You have an energy system, just like you have a nervous system or a digestive system. The energy system exists in and around the body and it's measurable. I mean, we can actually measure it. We can measure the um the electrical charge. It's there. It is the only system we didn't learn about, you know? If you took yeah. biology in high school or in college or health, you learned about all of the different body systems and their jobs except mm-hmm. for the energy system. Right? We didn't learn about
0: this. Yeah. So, except I know that for, like you said, teachers or or maybe people at church saying Stay out of his bubble, you're in my bubble, you know. Like that was that was the epitome of it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So
1: I feel like it's important for us to understand what it is, because really it is us drawing in new energy and transferring out old energy. There is a cycle to the energy body that's a lot like breathing. And that cycle comes from. The the earth. We are connected energetically to the earth. We draw in energy from the earth and we cycle it out the crowns of our heads. And that is one of the main cycles in the energy body. And a really important one that you want to be functioning all the time. Because if you have a dysfunction in your energy body, it's going to show up in your emotional health, physical health, mental health. It's going to have all different kinds um, of impact on us. And so understanding and learning about the energy body is really important for that reason. The other thing is that it's important to recognize that we actually can feel the energy body, whether we realize it or not. I'm going to blow your mind with this if you've never heard this um, example before, but have you ever been standing in line at the grocery store and you feel someone step too close to you? They step too close to you in line. You don't hear them, but you feel them, right? Oh, yeah. What did they do? They entered your bubble. And your body went, bang, there's someone too close to you. And you turn around and there's some dummy standing too close to you in the grocery store, right? I'm always like, listen, did you not learn the
0: arm's length thing in elementary school? Step back. Now you could be like six feet, bro, six feet. Yeah.
1: Honestly, Another like way. social
0: distancing has been the best thing in the world for empaths because, uh, yes, we don't want you that close. No way. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, The other way that you have experienced this before is have you ever felt like someone was looking at you and turned and they were you ever had that experience? Why do you think you feel that their energy body and your energy body had an interaction and it prompted something in you and you
0: turned because you felt it. Yeah. When your mama said she had eyes in the back of her head, she did energetic ones. Actually did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I
1: think it's really important to acknowledge that because it's very likely that you feel some element of your energy body now, and you've just never um, connected the dots that that's what it is. Mm -hmm. So I want you to think about that for a minute. Do you feel a sensation in your body? And where is it that you've wondered why it's there? So for a minute, let's run through. Why don't you and I take turns? I will start with the root chakra and let's go back and forth and just talk hmm. about what each chakra represents. So the root chakra is at the base of your spine and it runs all the way down your legs to the bottoms of your feet. It's represented as the color red, although chakra color is just human perception. And so it doesn't necessarily have to be that color, That it is the foundation of the energy body. It is your center of safety, security, and stability. So those are the areas of your life that are in the impact, the root chakra and that are impacted by the root. And it is very important that it be balanced. If you have, you've ever been in a house that had a foundation that has shifted. I used to live in a townhouse where it was starting to sink in the front. So they drilled holes in the sidewalk and they pumped a whole bunch of concrete in there to lift the front of these townhouses back up. Mm-hmm. And after that, none of our freaking doors fit. Like Mm -hmm. everything was off through the entire townhouse. The the fit of everything was off. That's what happens in your energy body. When your root chakra is out of alignment, then everything else in your energy body is out of alignment. So the root is super important. It's also the biggest chakra in your body, depending on, you know, your height, it can take up more than half of your body. Mm -hmm. So the root is really important that your sense of safety, security, and stability Is in a good place. So anytime you go through a big change, guess what? Your root chakra goes out of alignment. Makes sense, right?
0: Okay, so please proceed to the sacral chakra. So the sacral, I have a special treat for the sacral because I happen to have a singing bowl sitting on my desk that is the sacral bowl. So I'll actually, uh, I will demonstrate the sacral chakra. but the sacral is in the note of D. So I'm going to play you the note just so that you guys can feel it. Your sacral is below your belly button. It is orange typically and it is the seat of sexuality, creativity and joy. Interesting connection between the three of those. So just breathe here for a moment with me and focus your energy there in your sacral and I'll let you just feel the energy resonate through your sacral and this is again it's the note of D. Mhm. Ah! Uh oh! <laughs> How did I forget this dog was in here again? <laughs> this is only the second time this has happened. Second time, yeah. Why did I let him in here? <laughs> He's been very nervous lately. <laughs> Poor. Boy. Okay, hey, you're just fine. Okay. Anyway, sorry. That's the note of D, but that's the sacral, the sacral chakra is a really interesting one, particularly in women, because women who have suffered any kind of sexual assault may have a chronic issue with their sacral chakra. The sacral has to do with your womb and your female, uh, well, not just female, but your your reproductive organs. And uh, particularly for women though, because your womb, your ovaries, your fallopian tubes, it's right there, you know? and. The sacral to me is a chakra that needs a fair amount of attention in all women, you know, because it is the seat of your womb, but also because this is a place where if the sacral is not functioning correctly, feeling creative is a real challenge. Feeling joyful, you know, when you ask women, when was the last time you experienced joy or what does joy mean to you? It's very hard to see or sad to see how often people go, (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even know. That tells me a lot about where the sacral's at. And then of mm-hmm. course, sexuality, because, uh, so frequently we see people, not just women, but people, uh, with their sexuality and an ability to express themselves sexually, very shut down because of, you know, lots of different reasons, but a lot, so much of it is societal. And that also resides there in the sacral. So the sacral needs attention and work, but particularly in people that, uh, have experienced sexual assault in their lifetimes the sacral needs a lot of extra tlc to help you to stay able to keep stay open because of course the uh tendency is to kind of implode you know and protect that chakra rather than let it be open and flowing right
1: awesome Okay, so the next is the solar plexus and the solar plexus is just above just below your sternum and it is yellow and it is another rather large chakra in your energy body because it goes Mm -hmm. from the bottom of your sternum to your belly button. And it is your center of personal power, identity, self-esteem and will. Mm -hmm. So this is really your power center when it comes to identifying who you are and what you want in your life and going out into the world and getting it or not, you know, this chakra can become very stifled when you're in a situation that you feel like your choices have been taken away from you. You know, if you're not the one making the choices in your life, or if you're making choices based on what other people want for you, instead of what you want, this can become very shut down. It's also a place that um, can really become shut down if you doubt yourself and question your ability to make good choices. So this Mm -hmm. chakra is really, really important to, you know, focus on if you are trying to develop trust in yourself, if you're trying to break out of something and move forward in a different way. And this is another one that can really mm-hmm. be effective in women, particularly. Oh, yeah. Because, um, you know, historically, women have a tendency to be treated as though their uh, decisions are suspect, or they're not able to make good choices for themselves. We were raised in a religion in which we were not as women allowed to communicate with god we were supposed to have a man do that on our behalf Mm -hmm. obviously you know we don't do that anymore but you know i I think about the way that that impacts women when you're told Mm -hmm. oh you can't you can't have your own divine communication you have to have that through a male because your gender makes it so that you can't do that i mean just you know there are a lot of things like that Mm -hmm. that can
0: really affect the solar plexus Absolutely. Yep. Well, and with the solar plexus, the it's very interesting to me the body language around the solar plexus. Oh yeah. How often do you see people covering their solar plexus? Hey Matt. When you see people color covering their solar plexus, right? How often do Mm -hmm. you do it? You cover your belly. You go into Mm -hmm. any public place and look particularly at women. And what they are doing is covering their belly uh, with their purse their jacket, their hands, their diaper bag, whatever you've got. Mm, arms crossed. Arms crossed. Why? Because that's your light. That's your yeah. light. So if you're uncomfortable and you're not wanting to really be seen or show up, which <laughs> so many of you empaths just want an invisibility cloak to go into public, right? You're <laughs> shutting your light down. You're covering me. yourself up. I've had to right. really challenge myself to stop doing that. Be comfortable with letting your light shine, be comfortable with being seen, but pay attention to your body language next time. And you'll really laugh about it. You're keeping yourself covered up. Yep. And so true. Yeah. So the heart chakra, well, no big surprise. It's right here, (laughs) right in the center of your chest. The heart chakra is an interesting one because it's multicolored. Most people see the heart as pink and green or a bit of a, a balance of the two. And in that balance, uh, pink is an individual color. This is what we see self-love look like. Green is what we typically see love for others look like. So when I look at your heart chakra, I want to see this flowing like marble, you know, this color that has green and it has pink and it's balanced. What I see frequently in people is very green hearts with not enough pink. Frequently, when I work on people, I'm trying to pour pink into that heart chakra because I want to see more love of you. The heart chakra represents all of the relationships in your life, including the relationship with yourself. And when you have grief, it settles a lot of times right here in your chest. Uh, So often when people go through a death or a separation or something like that, they'll say, my chest just hurts. It does hurt because you are wearing so much of that energy there. When I have clients that have just gone through a death, a lot of times I'll use the heart singing bowl and sing that until they feel that release and some of that pressure come off. Sometimes when the world is experiencing grief, like maybe there's been a natural disaster or some other terrible thing that's got people, you know, feeling really terrible, I'll hear from clients and I'll see them even like with their shoulders hunched a little bit, shoulders rounded, I've got all this pressure and heaviness here. And when you feel that clear in a client, you'll hear them go, <gasps> you know, they, we used to call it the Reiki side, but you know, you hear people like make an audible noise when that energy in their chest clears, it's really interesting. But, you know, I mean, obviously the heart chakra is, it's probably the most emotional chakra that you have. Maybe, I don't know if that's fair, probably, uh, and it's most definitely a chakra that needs constant love and care. It's a huge part of your operating system. It is mm-hmm. also the last place that a spirit detaches from the body when you die.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You'll, whenever you know, when you see people, you, probably many of you have done a bedside vigil, you know, with someone who is passing. And when they get towards the end, we know you can kind of smell the room smells different. They might be seeing people that have crossed. It just, everything has shifted. It feels very holy. It feels very sacred. And if you can see their energy body, you will see them lifting and detaching. And those chakras have started to detach. And right before somebody crosses, there'll be a lot of times, uh, you know, in a a lengthened death like that, you'll see somebody connected to uh, their heart that is you know, many feet above their body. And if that's the last little uh, wisp to fade, as somebody leaves their body and crosses over, it's very interesting. It sure is. It sure is. Corin says, how is the heart chakra
1: connected to the forearms? I always get that emotional pain down my arms and feel like it's coming from inside the arm bones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your arms are part of your heart chakra.
0: I mean, it's this whole area all the way around you. It's also your back between your shoulder blades. So people that get a lot of pain back, you know, between your shoulder blades, or it feels like you have something wedged up inside one of your shoulder blades, that's actually heart chakra. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and lungs, you know, your lungs are a part of that and your physical heart, you know, are a part of that system as well.
1: Most definitely. Yep. Most definitely. Well, then next we have the throat chakra, and it is in the hollow of your throat. It's generally some shade of blue. And this is obviously your communication center, but it's most importantly your communication of yourself center. So it is you, um, this this chakra is balanced when you're speaking your truth, you're saying how you feel, you're asking for help, you're expressing your emotions, that kind of thing. It can get really, really blocked up when you're not doing those things. So the heart Mm -hmm. can get, the the throat can get very blocked up. And when it does, it can impact your physical voice. Sometimes if you get hoarse, you might find it's because you might not be saying something that you really need to say. Sometimes you feel like you have a lump in your throat because Mm -hmm. there's like this ball of words all wadded up in your throat that need to be released. And that's the throat chakra. So to be balanced here, it's important that you speak your truth, say what you feel, say what you mean, be honest with your emotions and ask for help. Those Mm -hmm. are really really key elements of keeping the, the throat chakra balanced.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The throat's so interesting. So interesting. My mother-in-law, um, she, before she was married to my father-in-law, she was in a very long relationship with somebody who had some really serious mental illness and, you know, kept her life in a state of abuse and chaos for a long time. And she, that throat was always shut down because she was always trying to keep the peace and keep him okay. And she has the weirdest little shake in her voice, almost like yeah. she has a, like a little had a palsy or something, you know, this, this shake. And whenever I see her, if I balance that throat out, her voice goes back to normal. It's such a palpable, obvious change
1: And then, you
0: know, by the next time I see her, she's got that little rattle, that little shake again. The throat is really, really physically reactive to that energy. It's wild. Yes, it definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The third eye. So the third eye is, as you can imagine, right here. It's in between your eyebrows, maybe up a little. And this is the seat of your intuition. Yeah. You hear people all the time saying, I want to open my third eye. I want to open my third eye bigger. I, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of children end up kind of uh, shutting down their third eyes when they're little because uh, by choice, because they're seeing too much, seeing things that are scary for them. Uh, The third eye is purple. It is deeply connected to your pineal gland in your brain. And it indeed is your connection to your intuition. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: it is a chakra that does require a fair amount of uh, care and balancing. When you have uh, people that are experiencing a lot of headaches in their foreheads or kind of above your eyebrows right through here, some really good clearing and healing work in the third eye makes an enormous difference. That's always really interesting because people will call me and say, I just hurt through my whole forehead. And if I start clearing the back of their brain, and really send a good, powerful burst of energy forward and break that loose. It's like instant relief. It's so wild. But when I was younger, uh, when my kids were younger, I had a home daycare and I had a little one in my daycare that was like three. And she was just crazy psychic. She was always seeing people and things and freaking her mom out. And one Sunday, her mom called me and said, I need some help. She is talking to some dead people that are sitting on the couch. She was three and she tells her mom, their names, their names. She's never heard before. And then says they got shooted by the police again, three years old. And (laughs) mom's like, I don't want this happening anymore. Why is this happening? I don't want it happening anymore. So she brought her over and I did a little uh, exercise to close her third eye a lot and shut this stuff down because it was just, you scaring the hell out of her mom. You know, yeah. the next day she comes to daycare and she says, Miss Katie, are you mad at me? And I said, no, why? And she said, you take away my friends. <laughs> well, it didn't last long. Her friends were back in about three days and uh, you know, we just then had to start educating mom and managing the people that were coming through and helping out, you know, on that aspect. But, uh, Anyway, it just, I've always laughed about that, that, you know, we tried to close that third eye and it sure didn't work, but, <laughs> right. but if you are wanting to really expand on your intuition, your third eye is really a huge part of that. Yeah,
1: definitely. Well, your third eye and your solar plexus are connected. Mm-hmm. So the more you trust yourself, the stronger your intuition is, and that's always a, a clue I like to give people when they're trying to develop their intuition is mm-hmm. actually work Really hard at trusting yourself in every situation, every gut feeling you have, everything that you feel like is the right thing to do, start trusting yourself and doing it. And you'll find that your intuition
0: really grows. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Also, if you are an artist, or a writer, or anyone who does creative endeavors, work to connect your third eye to your sacral. Yeah, to really draw out that, uh, you know that really sacred uh, intuitive creation
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: amazing when you see people that have created art that is so obviously intuitive you know mm-hmm. so spiritual that is just really indicative to me that they have a great connection between their sacral chakra and their third eye and they're communicating while well they're and their solar plexus to trust the information that's coming but yeah very third eye is a very interesting topic it is it is very interesting yeah Love it. Okay. Well,
1: last for what we're going to talk about today, but not least, there are more than this chakra wise, Mm -hmm. but these are the main ones. And this is why we cover them. And that is the crown chakra. So the crown chakra is on the top of your head. It is violet or white or silver or gold or whatever other color you might see there. And it is really your divine connection. It is your connection to your higher self. um, Because really, we're just part of our souls in this body making up that energy body so to really communicate with who you are on a higher plane your divine self that's who you you know that's where that connection is that's mm-hmm. also where we connect to our spirit guides angels archangels you know ascended masters goddesses all of those kinds of um entities their energy comes in through the crown chakra yeah Yeah. So this chakra can get messed up for a lot of us if we um, leave our religions of birth or if we're not living our religions of birth because we've connected up that crown chakra with whatever that religion teaches about God or the divine. And so sometimes um, we have to um, (laughs) re-evaluate what we're connected to sometimes if you've ever been through an experience where, you know, you, you through the religion that you were raised in or the religion that you follow, if you feel that you've sinned, you may create a block here. Um, there, there is no block that it doesn't really exist. We don't get ever cut off because it's only who we are in these bodies is only a part of who we are. But we can um, manufacture a block here to make us feel like we don't have any connection to something bigger than us or to our higher selves. And, uh, so that's, I, I think it's really interesting to kind of think about like where you're at with your own spirituality Mm -hmm. and how that may be impacting your crown chakra. Mm -hmm. For sure.
0: And always addressing that relationship between the root chakra and the crown chakra. It is so important when the root is out, we'll find the crown way too big, all blown out. And a lot of times that's when the client is feeling anxious, depressed, racing thoughts, can't sleep, can't focus. You ever have those days where you just can't think, you know, (laughs) you sit at your desk and just wonder, or you walk into a room and you have no idea what you came in here for, you know, that that's usually an indication that your crown chakra needs some work, which probably means that your root chakra needs some work.
1: Yeah, Always. Yeah. Yeah. There's always a connection for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we have oh, Caitlin
0: says after talking about the throat she can't clear hers now. <laughs> oh, we'll get to you, Caitlin. <laughs> we'll get
1: to you. Okay, no so I know many of you have <laughs> already requested an energy healing for one reason or another. You can give us a reason. You don't have to give us a reason.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whatever you want to do. Um, I was just gonna go to the top. Uh, Sarah would like an energy healing, Katie, if you want to start there.
0: Sure. Um, I'm going to take a look. So That's Sarah, me. you have so, or Christy, are you do, you, do you need to say go something? Ahead. I'm just jumping oh, go in. Go ahead. So I'm actually literally
1: speaking to myself while streaming. Okay. i probably doing that now. Okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> Sarah, you have so many little cords and connections in your high heart right through here. And this is just... Everybody who relies on you, they, well, not only that, Sarah, you have a bright light. And I think a lot of people are just quite drawn to you and they end up connecting to that. You, to me, are so sunny. Like when you were a little girl, I would imagine that people were very drawn to you. I can see you being the little girl on the playground. It's like, all right, you're going to be the dad and I'm going to be the mom and you're going to be the baby. And this is the game we're going to play. You know, people were just, they've just always gravitated to you like that. But you can get very heavy with other people's energies. Just they just they're these little emotional thought forms. They attach to you. They kind of look like fringe or little worms, you know, if you can handle that. And they just need to all be pulled sometimes, healed with love, returned to senders, and just clean you up, you know, set you free from all of that. That's the biggest thing that jumps out to me, is what I want to do for you tonight: is pull all of those cords do a little healing through here for you so that you are your energy bodies return to you because you're pretty tired. I feel like you're pretty tired. You're pretty fried. It's just time to, uh, you know, return you to you. So that's what I'm going to do for Sarah. Nice. Okay. So Corin
1: asked, um, she has a request for her friend who wasn't able to stay up late enough to watch the show. Her friend Jess is going through chemo for breast cancer. And she had a round of chemo today. So she asked that we do a healing to uh, boost the chemo, to do what it needs to do and help to heal her body. So I'm going to do that next
0: as soon as you're done, Katie. You got? Yep. Go ahead. I'm just about done. I'll just finish up here.
1: Okay. So I'm going to get started on Jess. And then Katie, if you want to, uh, Mary's got a question about, she started a new med for her blood pressure but it seems to her, her blood pressure got better and now it's kind of creeping up again. And she's wondering what's going on with that. So if you take a look at that and I will work on Jess, you bet. Okay.
0: Okay. So Sarah, you are all done. Uh, one note, uh, for Jess, while Christy's working, uh, Corin, if you could pass along to her as she is receiving chemo, if it's uh, coming through a drip, like into her port, or if it's a pill that she's swallowing, really encourage her to look at that, like a bag full of light, like life force energy dripping into her body. Uh, Very frequently, I hear people talk about uh, chemo as poison, you know, because it does do some pretty poisonous things to your body while it's helping to heal you. Uh, But it's just not a good way to look at it for your long term, like health and healing. So I want to just encourage you to encourage her, whether it's the pills or it's the, you know, whatever the med is that she's taking that we really just see that as light and life dripping into her body, going to battle, you know, envisioning it in a different way. If you would pass that along, please. All right, Mary, I and it looks to me like from a second comment you made that your doctors are. Uh, at peace with what's happening here, right? They feel like it's okay. I am with you that I feel like maybe this is not going to be exactly the med for you or you need an additional. The thing that keeps coming up for me is that maybe you need uh, some kind of a booster or addition to that. Here's my suggestion for you, Mary. Uh, Don't take anything extra. Don't, you know, do exactly what your doctors say because I don't want you to hurt yourself. Get a second opinion, And see what somebody else would, how they would treat you or what they would do with this. I feel like they think you're kind of crying wolf. I don't, one of the things I think is happening is that they don't seem to understand. They don't know. Of course, they don't know. They don't know how sensitive you are and your body is. So that creeping up that you're experiencing to them, it's like, ah, you know, it's not that big of a deal to you. Your head feels like it's going to blow off. Right. So because you're that sensitive. So really, second opinion, that's my best advice for you. I think you're right that this may just not be exactly right for you. Okay.
1: Now, Shani would like to know if we have any suggestions for an aggressive five year old boy, hyper and aggressive. She says, we aren't angry or yell. We even stopped letting him watch certain shows. We make him do chores and homework and we've taken stuff. You know, my very first hit on him, Shani, is that he has a really unstable root chakra. And when you have a r- unstable root chakra, you feel unsafe inside your body. And you know what that response to that is? Hypervigilance and aggression. So I am going to stabilize his root chakra and do some energy balancing. One of the things that'd be really good for him is to get him going with some kind of a physical activity that he does every day. One of great way to balance the root is to do something physical that's in your body. So yeah, no so at that time no electronics, no music, just really feeling his own body. So whether it's a dance party in the living room or you teach him, you know, to do something physical, it doesn't matter what it is, but it needs to be heavily focused on in the body. And I'm going to stabilize his root
0: chakra. Brain gym too. If you look up uh, brain gym uh, activities, those would be really, really good ones. Yep. Okay. Well, while you do that, I'm going to take a look at Elaine. Elaine said, I can't seem to get my mind and body in sync since my mother passed away. I was her caregiver as well for many years. Elaine, there is a big reason for that. So we typically connect to our parents in two different energetic places. You typically connect to your mother at the heart and your father at the root. And when your mom died, that connection, the physical, more physical one at the heart, um, didn't have anywhere to go. And I feel like you're just like, you're literally just leaking, you know, because there's that part of you that's just kind of a, flopping in the wind. It has nowhere to be. So I'm going to do some healing work in your heart to take that part of you and just, I'm just going to plug it in to the elements to just put it somewhere. I feel like we just, we got to heal that part of your heart and take that weight out of your chest so that you can. The other part of that is that because you were a caregiver for so many years, it is so hard to transition out of survival mode. And when people are, when you're a caregiver, especially towards the end of people's lives, you are in that hyper vigilant mode all the time, a vigilant, vigilant, vigilant mode all the time. You know, you have to be, and it's hard to shift out of that. So I feel like your root has a shift that needs to happen because of that. And your heart has a shift that needs to happen because your mom died. So I'm going to do both of those things for you right now.
1: Okay. While you're doing that, Jr. would like an energy healing. Jr. it's really funny, but when I look at your energy body, the first thing I feel is this big weight on my chest and lump in my throat. And I feel like one of your challenges, and I'm just going to work on you as we're talking about this, is that you have a hard time being honest about how you feel, really saying how you feel, what you need, you know, standing up for yourself when it's warranted. And so what happens is that energy builds up in your heart and your throat. You start feeling like you have this huge weight and like you have a lump in your throat. So I'm going to release as much of this energy as I can. I can't release all of it. Some of it is irrelevant and old and doesn't, you know, it's old situations that don't matter anymore. Some of it is stuff that still does matter. So what I want you to do is think about anything that comes up as we're talking about this of things that you have not expressed in some way. And I want you to write it all down. Write it all down on a piece of paper. Say the words that you need to say. It doesn't matter if they go to the person they needed to go to originally. This is not about that. This is about simply releasing the energy from your energy body. And I want to encourage you to then burn that paper. It's really important to get the energy out of you that's what speaking and sharing our emotions is about is actually burning them off They're energy that have to be expended so we're going to expend the rest of that energy energy jr by speaking or writing those words that need to be said and if
0: you write them then please burn it because that is a way of expending the energy awesome love it and Elaine, you are all done. Let's see how that settles. We might want to revisit that heart again at another time. But I feel like that's a start. I actually felt some big energy shift off of your back and your shoulders that kind of came up and shifted. So I think we'll also see. maybe see some shifts, uh, you know, of those boulders you've been carrying around on your back because of all the experience or the uh, responsibility that you were packing around. Right.
1: Very good. All right. And Shani, I did balance your son, your son's root chakra. So I'm really curious to see how that impacts his behavior, but I think you'll see that it will improve. He may need to be worked on a few times to Mm -hmm. really solidify that change. Um, An unstable root can be a habit that can be returned to. So let's just Mm -hmm. see how
0: how it does for now. One last thought on him is drumming. Yes. Drumming idea. is such an awesome way to help kids to settle down into their bodies. Yes. You can buy a drum. Uh, if you can get a, like a Buffalo style drum or a medicine style drum, let him drum drum on him. Uh, we've even had uh, students of ours and clients of ours that are teachers that have purchased drums to just softly drum in their classrooms while they're talking or while kids are reading to help them ground into their bodies it's very irritating to them at the very beginning because there's so much energy firing all over the place. But once they can get breathe past that and get back into their bodies, drumming
1: is amazing. It is. It is. Yeah. And it would be a great physical activity to help him to ground.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Hey, Katie, would you take a look at RJ? I would. RJ would like an energy healing. Yep. You bet. Okay. And while you're doing that, to take a look at Mouth of the South, who's asking for an energy healer. And Mouth of the South, what I feel for you is that you have an attachment in your back. So an attachment is uh, like a little arrow fired from one energy body to another. So our thoughts control our energy bodies. What we think is what our energy bodies do. And I feel like someone was triggered by something that you said. Not that you said or did anything wrong. It's just that you, you know, we set off, we we trigger each other all the time truth. without realizing.
0: It. She told the truth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> and somebody fired something at you, a little um, little arrow. And you may be having a little back pain or discomfort, some tightness there. Because a lot of times the physical body will react to um, an attachment with pain because it's something you know, bringing your attention to that area to remove it. So I'm just going to pull that attachment for you. And I'm going to heal that energy and I'm going to send it back to who it came from because it's theirs and it should go back to them. And then I'm just going to do a little healing in your back to help uh, heal that area, seal up that spot where your energy body was pierced. And I think you're going to feel a lot
0: better. And if you've had any discomfort back there, I think that'll be going away. Nice. Okay. So RJ, the two things that really struck me is that A, your crown chakra was pretty big. You got one busy brain going on. You you got like you're smart as hell and I feel like your brain just never quits firing, you know? Uh so your crown was a little big. So I brought that down because I feel like it's keeping you from being able to like fully focus. Uh but your aura too. Your aura was pretty heavy. I feel like you have a lot of people around you that have a lot of chaos going on in their lives right now. Not necessarily you, but people that you, you know, associate with and spend time around. And that that's just kind of been weighing and wearing on you. So I went ahead and cleared that out, you know, and just cleared your aura. And then I wrapped you up in a thick blanket of tangerine light. Tangerine is so awesome for attracting good people and good things to you. And I felt like that might be a good way for you to, uh, you know, start off your weekend. So that is what I did. Can you, Christy, will you take a look for Matea? She said she's yes. been having a lot of headaches lately and I've already weighed in on this. So I'm going to let you, Matea's is my daughter. She's listening oh. tonight. It's so fun to have her in our chat.
1: I surely will. While you're doing that, while I'm doing that, mm-hmm. <laughs> all backwards tonight. will you take a look at Caitlin? She says, after talking about the throat, she can't clear hers. So we'll oh, we take a look. So I,
0: will. I have to mention too that Alan said, don't forget to breathe, right? All of yes. us. Don't that is to a real key about the throat. Yeah. Well, and and also just about, so you know, in general, we're not good at like deep breathing and focusing on breath. It's really, it's an important reminder to see. All right, Caitlin, I'm going to dive in on that throat here. And for Matea, you know what I see for you? I see several things, but the first
1: thing that really comes to mind is that you've really got a lot rushing through your head. Like I feel the speed at which your thoughts are going right now. And I feel like you need to do a little bit of meditating. I feel like you need to sit and slow things down a little bit with some breathing and some meditations that would be helpful to you, which I will send you later um, that I feel like could help because I feel like your brain is running too fast and that's contributing to your headaches that I feel like that would help. I also feel like you could drink some more water.
0: So there you go. Awesome. Very good. That is her dad's pat answer, right? One of my kids could have their arm chopped off and my husband would be like, yeah, but have you been drinking enough water? <laughs> <laughs> That's, right. That's the answer around this house. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, okay. So Caitlin, you did have what kind of looked like a, a big glass marble sitting in your throat. It made me laugh because I think you actually do a pretty good job of expressing yourself most of the time. But then I think you laugh and go, if people only knew what was actually running through my head that I don't say or post online, they would be surprised. (laughs) And so I did clear that out for you. I just slipped that right out. Uh, It's nothing that you need, it was just something you were storing up. It came to me though that uh, a couple of things you could do to really exercise that throat and really clear it out would be singing. Laughing or yelling. Yes, permission to yell at whoever you want. It's your choice, But <laughs> Anyway, Caitlin, that should start feeling better.
1: Good. Okay. So let's get back here.
0: Yeah.
1: To, um, so Cranky would like us to do a healing for everyone in this time of COVID. Why don't we do that at the very end of the show? Yeah. So I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, JR has an appointment that's creating some anxiety okay, mm-hmm. uh, do you want to take Bianca? She says, "I have been so depressed and angry, and old fears have been in my nightmares."
0: I was reading something and I didn't
1: hear you. Will you say it again?
0: <laughs> yeah, Bianca. <laughs>
1: uh, she I skipped a- ahead because <laughs> I've been so depressed and angry, and old fears have been in my nightmares. Okay. While you're doing that, I'm going to take a look at Natasha.
0: Bianca, yeah, okay. it just, I can't not see this. What the thing I'm seeing, was horrible see grammar it. and made absolutely no it. sense. So it means you can see it? Is that what you think? <laughs> that was a double negative. I can't not. So yes, I can. What I'm seeing honestly is that this, you've got a past life trigger coming up. And I feel like it's just really on the surface. I feel like those old fears, uh, you know, maybe also are applicable to this lifetime, but I feel like there's some, There's just a big past life trigger here coming up for you. And past life stuff actually usually comes up in the high heart. So I'm going to do a little bit of clearing right there. But I'm going to tell you that this is a life that I feel like you were injured and killed because of your political beliefs. And because the world is so angry and political right now, it's very triggered for you right now. It has a lot to do with the depression and anger that's coming up for you. And I feel like that's something that uh, you know that I can help clear. But sometimes with past life work, uh, just knowing that that's what's going on for you is half the battle. And so I want to be really clear on that. That I feel like this is a past thing that isn't really this life. But again, the uh, injustices, things that are triggering you right now, are really pulling to the, to the surface. But I am going to dive in on that and see what I can do to help clear it out and let it be. A past life and not something that's attacking you right now. Nice. Okay. And while you're working on that, Natasha, what I
1: feel from you is this, it's like a heavy, wet cloak over your shoulders. I feel this weight on your energy that I feel like is responsibility. And I feel like it's responsibility of somebody else's problem. I just feel like you've got something really pressing down on you that really isn't even yours to solve. And I, I would really uh, like to just take care of that for you. So I'm going to do, I'm going to lift the energy up off from it. And then your job is to look at areas in your life where you're taking on too much and where you can release um, the responsibilities, but I'm going to release the energy for you. I literally feel pushed down while I'm talking to you about this. So
0: I'm just going to take care of that. Awesome. All right. May I move on?
1: Yeah, go right ahead. We've got
0: Katina. Yeah, Katina. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Katina. She said you would appreciate an energy healing as well. Such an empath you are. Uh, You are so weary. (laughs) Just so weary. Let's work on. I just. I'm going to do a basic. Just balance your chakras and clear your aura. I think you just need all of it. You're sick of being a lightning rod right now because it sucks. So I'm going to just pull you back into balance. Definitely a bit of an unstable route here too.
1: Okay. And uh, Natasha, I did release that really heavy energy. So I want you now to work on your side of it, which is, what is it that you're taking on that isn't really yours that's weighing you down And, and set a new boundary? Okay. Elizabeth said, is there any healing that can be done to help with grief? Oh my gosh, Elizabeth, so much, so much healing that can be done to help with grief. So I'm going to work on that for you right now. This is heart chakra work. I don't know. To me, you feel like you have this giant rock sitting on your chest. It's just a huge weight. I'm going to release that energy. Feel like you can breathe again. Once we release that, then I'm just going to fill you up with some gold light to help your energy body heal itself and for it to help your heart to recover. That is a big part of what we can do around grief.
0: So thank you for your question. Okay, so on Katina. I've got you clear, but you know, when I was moving through there, I discovered a clamp on your shoulder. I felt it on the right side, but you may feel it on the left, but I feel like this is someone who loves you, but uh, has maybe tried to control you a little too much, holding on tight to you. So, and it's, it's like physically painful. So I removed that and just healed it with love and returned it to them. I don't feel like this is someone who means you harm at all. I feel like it's the opposite. It's someone who worries about you and kind of has tried to maybe steer and control your choices a little too much. So, yeah. but I did get you cleared and uh, straightened out there. Yes. Very good. Okay. Now let's go to,
1: um, I'm going to go to Terry for some healing for positive energy. I wondered if you would look at glowing Ember, whose son is addicted to heroin. She's wondering about a healing for oh, him. Oh dear. Okay. She's so concerned for him. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, so Terry, I feel like your bubble, that layer of your energy body that's out, you know, to arm's length, is just full of low-vibrating energy. I feel like you've picked up a lot of emotional energy. Uh, this has been a really challenging time in the world. I feel like people around you are really struggling, and that your energy body has just sucked up a lot of this old stuff. So I'm going to do a bubble clearing for you to release that energy out of your energy body and just fill it back up with your energy, which will significantly help that sense of, you know, needing to, needing energy for, you know, needing your energy to be positive. It will be once we release all this old emotional energy. So I'm just gonna work on that.
0: So glowing ember, here's what I'm seeing with your son. I was feeling into because I feel like he needs a guardian. He needs a really strong guardian right now. And who really came through for me was, uh, it was a male on your side. Um, I'm not, I I don't know. I'm not going to say that I know this is your dad or I know this is your grandpa, but it was one of them. Uh, This was, it's a grandpa at any rate that came in really strong for me. That uh, is, going to take up that role so my request for him was to a help keep him safe and help keep him connected to his family and to his roots to help continue to remind him how loved he is and how important he is to the people around him because as that drug whispers in his ear that he's not I want a guardian there to remind him that he is um, I also wanted this uh, person to be very um, you know strong and be able to help keep him safe and I received that reassurance as well so this is a grandpa Coming forward to really stand strong with him. I also put a big bubble of protection around him to see if we can help give him a little more, uh, you know, shelter from the storm so that he can feel, you know, safer about healing. But I think probably the most important part of that work was that guardian coming in to really help us out. So yeah, you'll know who I'm talking about. So be sure that you talk to them, right? You're the mom, you have the right to, uh, them on the job right and so remind them talk to them continue to ask for what you need and as specific things come up with this kid don't hesitate to ask for your guardian there to help with those specific things
1: nice okay um let's see i'm just going to ask a answer a quick question jennifer can wants to know if we can do a show about crystals we will and we're going to geeking out yeah yeah and we're going to go pretty deep into crystals in spirit school as well. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to learn a lot about crystals and working with crystals, go sign up for our membership on our YouTube channel, which is spirit school. And that's where we teach all our metaphysical classes because we'll be teaching a bunch of stuff on
0: crystals. Uh, Yeah, we are. <laughs> when you asked that, I went, oh, my heart. If mm-hmm. you could see the crystal collections that both of us have, we are. Little metaphysical stores in ourselves.
1: <laughs> we are. We are definitely. No. Now, I will say this. We are out of time. So here's what I want to do. Yeah, I wanted to do a little healing for everybody that's struggling with COVID. I have to tell you, I got my first shot today of the vaccine. the vaccine. Yes. excited about it. I, I told them they should be, have a brass band playing while they were giving out the shots. Um, I would also then like to include in that everybody who didn't get a healing, who asked for one, so that everybody gets something, because I know we can't get to all of you tonight. Yep. Uh, let's do that together really quickly. So if you all just join with me and close your eyes. And if you know how to do energy healing, we're going to send energy healing to everyone in this group who is yet to have a healing tonight, as well as everybody in the world struggling with COVID right now. If you don't know energy healing that's okay all you have to do is send love from your heart and let's just do that for a couple of minutes i like to just let light pour from my heart blanketing the whole planet sending peace and love and healing to everyone and i ask that this energy be given and received in whatever way is best For every living thing that receives it. Very good. Okay. Now just take a couple of deep breaths. And open your eyes. And with that, everybody in the chat tonight got a healing. And everybody in the world struggling with COVID also got a healing. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Don't forget that you can find Katie at 12listen.com if you would like a reading or a healing. You can find me on the Purple
0: Ocean app if you would like a reading or a healing. And also, oh, can I plug the daily dish real quick? Oh, please do. So I do send out a daily reading it's sometimes it's whatever it is. Sometimes it's an energy read for the day. Sometimes it's a little different. I just channel it from my guides and angels. So, you know, it's I, I've called it an energy reading, but I recognize it isn't always because it's whatever I'm feeling. But at any rate, you can subscribe to that by going over to katie-weaver.com. There's a pop-up that will give you the opportunity to subscribe. If you don't see the pop-up, there's a button there too. But if you subscribe and give me your email, I will send you those seven emails a week. And then I also publish a magazine called Luminous on Tuesdays, along with uh, Christy publishes a couple of things in it, and some of my other friends uh, write for it or share their work with us. And so that comes out on Tuesdays. So you get that. So you'll get eight emails from me a week. I would love to send you guys Luminous. It's a three years in the making now. And it's just a, you know, it's a big part of my work to send that out every day. So uh, yeah, go
1: subscribe. Most definitely. Most definitely. And as always, if you would like to make a suggestion to us, you can do that on our website. So if there's something you want, to yes. teach, want us to teach in spirit school, if there's a true crime case you want us to cover, if there's something you want us to cover on a Thursday night, go to our website down at the bottom of the page. There's a place to send us a suggestion. You can do that there. We get many a day from all of you. We really appreciate that. Yep. And we will be back next week with three new cases and yep. our case update and of course... The Thursday Night Psychic Show. So we are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Thank you so much for
0: being here with us, you guys. Thanks, guys. Take care.
1: If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.